One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for not leaving a theater program when your baby starts crying? We'll get to that in a bit, but first. Am I the jerk for refusing to give my wife's family a large portion of her life insurance money? I lost my wife unexpectedly, and it's been one of the most difficult times in my life. She left me with $200,000 in life insurance, and I used $20,000 of it to cover the funeral expenses. Now, my wife's family is demanding a large portion of the remaining life insurance money. Her parents want to use it to rebuild their home in Florida that was destroyed in a recent hurricane. The thing is, they didn't have insurance, and I don't think it's fair for me to cover their losses with the money that my wife left me. My wife's brother also wants a portion of the money to pay for his college tuition. While I sympathize with his situation, I don't think it's my responsibility to fund his education. My wife left this money to me for a reason, and it's up to me to decide how to use it. When I told my wife's family that I couldn't give them money they were asking for, They accused me of being selfish and not caring about their situation. They said that my wife would have wanted them to have the money and that I was going against her wishes. I feel terrible for my wife's family, but I also have my own financial responsibilities. I have bills to pay and I want to make sure that I can take care of myself in the future. I don't want to put myself in a difficult financial situation by giving away a large portion of the life insurance money. This is an opportunity for me to pay off my debts and buy the dream home me and my wife had always wanted. Maybe I'm being selfish, but I feel I'm not in the wrong. Me and my wife have never really discussed what to do with the life insurance money, other than the occasional joke of buying the dream home we want or a starter one. I miss her so terribly. Am I the jerk for refusing to give my wife's family a large portion of her life insurance money? I think honestly, irregardless of if you had any kind of plans, Unless you had some kind of like signed agreement or well-placed understanding, this is just 100% your inheritance. And I've always personally believed that you have every right to store that money or use that money however you want to. Nobody else has the right to stake a claim to money that was rightfully and intentionally left solely to you. Am I wrong here? I'd like to know what you guys think. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for getting someone banned from the gym over one minute of workout? I, 35-year-old female, joined a gym near my house recently. I picked this one because it has a circuit area, and I've only ever done circuit workouts before, so while I'm learning the ropes, I wanted something familiar. The circuit area is different from the rest of the gym. The workout is one minute per machine, and the area is designated for people doing that workout. There are signs posted clearly. There's a timer on a screen on the wall. The rules are there for all to see. Limit, one minute per machine. The machines aren't different from the ones in the rest of the gym. So many of the gym goers use the circuit machines when the matching one is occupied. When no one's using the circuit area, this doesn't matter and no one tells them not to. But when someone is, they're expected to move off a machine that someone needs to complete their workout. I've had to ask people to move a few times. For some, I even had to point out the rules, and people typically move without incident. Until the other day, I was doing my workout, and a man was using a machine in the middle of the circuit area. I skipped over the machine he was on, hoping he would be done by the time I was done with the other five to six machines I would be using. 
When I was done, he wasn't, and after glancing over to see if the matching machine was free, it wasn't, I asked him if he could just move for one minute so I could finish up. He said no. I tried to explain that the area he was in wasn't for regular workouts and that I just needed that one machine to complete my workout. He said no again. I pointed out the rule sign and timer and he started yelling at me, saying he'd been a member however many years and no newbie was going to come in and tell him what he can and can't use and called me some names I won't repeat. I got a staff member who told him he had to move and eventually he did and I used the machine for exactly one minute. I was quite shaken at being screamed at by a grown man in a public place though. I went home and emailed the gym owner complaining about the man. They replied and said after reviewing the security footage, they've revoked his membership. My gym friends say I'm the jerk for going that far with it and getting his membership revoked over one minute of workout. I strongly believe that gyms need to be a place of fostering good vibes and just getting your workout done. If there's somebody like this in their gym, that's going to potentially impact any customer that was in the area witnessing that behavior. I think any respecting gym is going to kick somebody out like that. I think the last thing you want to do is foster a reputation for having people like that at their gym, especially not wanting to get a bad rep at being hostile to women too. This next story is, am I the jerk for not sharing my inheritance with my sister since she chose to be adopted? I, 30 year old male, lost my mom when I was 5. Despite being so young, I had very vivid and treasured memories of my mom and did not take to my dad dating a year after her death well. My dad recognized that he knew this would be hard for me but said that as the parent slash adult, he knew what was best even if it didn't seem that way at first and that he'd thank me in the long run. Not long after that, he married my stepmom Lucy, and when I began to act out over it, my dad said that parenting alone was hard and that my sister Jessica, 28-year-old female, needed a mom. My dad even got my maternal grandparents to tell me that everything would be fine and how I needed to be a good boy. That was enough to get me to behave during the wedding, but once Lucy moved in and started redecorating, I started acting out again. My dad had had enough and just started punishing me whenever I acted out or made Lucy upset as well as used the Jessica isn't acting out like this. And to be honest, Jessica was easily pleased and wasn't alive long enough to have the same attachment to our mom as I did. It really upset me when Jessica started calling Lucy mom and it really ticked me off when Lucy started referring to me as her son. I always corrected it when she tried that around me. It got worse when I was eight and Lucy had her own kids because then my dad and her started pushing for adoption. Jessica obviously had no problems with it, but I refused. My dad had my maternal grandparents come in again and tell me that adoption wouldn't be that bad, but I still refused. Lucy and my dad pushed for the adoption anyway, but thankfully the judge listened to my feelings in a private room and denied it. After that, therapy started, but it didn't last, so they also tried the, since you don't want to be a part of this family, you don't get X or you can't come do Y, but I was too stubborn for that method to work on me. The only one who I felt was on my side was my paternal aunt, who kept sticking up for me whenever she would see what Lucy and my dad were trying to do. So when I turned 18, I went straight to her. It was when I became a legal adult that my maternal grandparents confessed that they were never okay with the situation, but my dad kept threatening to keep me and my sister away if they didn't show support. I was furious, 
So furious that I had my surname legally changed to my mom's maiden name as I wanted nothing to do with my dad and only ever really talked to my paternal aunt. Fast forward to now and my grandma's passed away, grandpa died in 2020, and according to their will, only their legal grandchildren is to split a $250,000 inheritance. And since Jessica is legally Lucy's daughter, all she got was a framed photo of my mom and a letter. Jessica doesn't think it's fair and thinks I should share, but I told her to get money from her legal grandparents. My aunt thinks I'm a bit harsh, so am I the jerk? I think really this comes down to what the interpretation really meant by legal grandchildren. Like, was it done intentionally in a way to make sure that only OP got that inheritance? Because, I don't know, I find if I was an OP situation, I might feel like I want to give at least a little bit of it to her. Because, I don't know, I mean, legally they might have been adopted, but they were just so young when they were little, they don't really have anything to attach themselves to OP's mom anyways. Apparently, OP clarified that their sister hadn't even talked to their grandparents in years, so it does make me kind of lean towards they intentionally wrote it as legal grandchildren. But once again, it's OP's inheritance, and I don't think you're the jerk for doing anything with your legal inheritance. Our next story is, am I the jerk for ruining a proposal at a wedding? So I, 27-year-old male, am a part-time DJ. I mostly DJ for just family and friends. I'm not really a professional. Just do it for a little side cash from time to time. Last weekend, I got invited to DJ on the cheap at a wedding for a friend of a friend. At the wedding, while everyone was on the dance floor, one of the guests we'll call him Kevin approached me and asked if I could play the song Golden Hour. It was an odd request because at this time, all the guests were literally hopping around and dancing, but I was told to take all requests, so I did it anyways. When I started playing it, the dance floor started to clear up, and then Kevin invited a woman onto the dance floor. They started slow dancing for a bit, a few people joined them, including the bride and groom. Then at that one part of the song, Kevin got down on one knee, and I knew right away that he was going to propose. I didn't think it was right, especially because they were in the middle of the dance floor with all eyes on them, and I kind of felt like if this happened, I would take the fault because I was the one to put on a romantic song out of nowhere. So instead of letting that happen, as soon as he pulled out the box, I started to play Boogie and turned up the volume instead. After that, Kevin just side-eyed me and got up and everyone else sat down. After that, nothing else really happened and the tension was very thick. After the wedding, no one really brought it up, and I obviously thought that I wasn't the jerk, and the friend that was the friends with the bride said that I wasn't, but then a bunch of the family started to message me. It turns out that Kevin was the bride's brother, and the family kept asking why I did that. I told them that proposing at someone else's wedding was not appropriate. They told me I shouldn't have an opinion because I was just the DJ. And now, Kevin got publicly humiliated because some people knew that this was going to happen, so they were taking videos and live on Instagram so all their friends could see. I responded with, that would have made the newlyweds hurt, but then they came back with, you shouldn't have assumed that the bride didn't want that. That part got me thinking because I was mostly communicating with the bride about arrangements, and she was very chatty before the wedding, but after that she kept giving me my one-word answers. So I assume she's mad at me, but then again, when she paid me, she almost doubled the amount for what I was asking for with a generous tip. So I'm not sure. If the bride actually knew, I think she would have told me. 
But am I the jerk for just assuming? Yeah, I definitely think if it was a part of the plans, you as the DJ would have been informed ahead of time that it's a part of the plans. I don't think they're going to leave the music man in the dark about what they're playing and what the intention is for. It's also kind of your job as the DJ to kind of sense out the mood and fix it if it's not going right. I think that obligation kind of came into effect when OP saw what was going down. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wearing my dress properly at my sister's wedding? Thursday, I, 27-year-old female, spent the day with one of my friends celebrating her birthday early since I couldn't go out with our group over the weekend due to my sister's wedding on Saturday. She had wanted to get a tattoo, so I went with her to a place that does walk-ins. One of the artists had the afternoon open, so I got one done and it covers most of my shoulder. Saturday, the tattoo was still red and a bit puffy. I got to the venue to get ready with everyone else. My sister didn't say anything about the tattoo, so I thought I was good to go. It's a wide strap dress and the strap was irritating my skin, and I didn't want to risk straining the straps either, so first I just tried to lower it, but that was a little awkward moving my arm, so I wound up just taking my arm out of the strap completely. I tried tucking the strap into the dress, but that wasn't working well, so I just let it hang on the side. No one said anything before or during the ceremony. When it was time for pictures, my sister just gave me a look and asked if I was being serious about the dress and to wear it the right way. I explained I couldn't because of the tattoo, and she told me that that wasn't her problem because I picked a terrible time to get a new tattoo if it interfered with how I was wearing the dress. I did put it right for the pictures, but it was uncomfortable as heck and pulled my arm back out afterward. I didn't get to talk to my sister much during the reception, but she did throw a few dirty looks my way, and her other bridesmaids and our aunt told me that I needed to just wear the dress properly for a few hours. This morning, I texted her to have fun on her honeymoon and never heard anything back, which is unusual for her, so I text again, joking if she was already having too much fun to talk. She did respond, but only to tell me that she was still a bit mad I refused to just wear the dress right, and walked around the whole wedding and reception looking trashy at a special family event in a nice place. Am I the jerk for not wearing the dress right? Yeah, I think OP's in the wrong on this one. There's nothing wrong with getting the tattoo and whatnot, but doing that two days before the wedding and not having any contingencies in place for if there was an issue there definitely is your fault and reflects poorly on you. Our next story is, am I the jerk for shouting at my girlfriend for giving away $110 to her coworker? So this happened yesterday and I'm still so angry about it that I'm shaking. I recently moved into a condo with my girlfriend Sam. We're getting by alright but we're in no way wealthy, just better off than most. I take care of most of the finances for us because Sam doesn't like to talk about money. Every time I try to bring up our finances, Sam shuts down, or she gets easily agitated. She's like this because her family used to fight over money a lot, and she doesn't want that for us. As a result, I have to watch our finances, and it's hard because she doesn't want to communicate this with me. I've been managing our finances, and I've noticed that we haven't been able to save as much as we'd like. We're saving for a trip in Florida, we have an outstanding bill that needs to be paid, the internet, and that will put us back a bit but not by a heck of a whole lot. Sam invited her co-workers over to our house yesterday while I was out with my family. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One of her co-workers, Daniela, was also there. Daniela's boyfriend passed away recently, and she's been struggling to take care of her and her kids. Sam decided to give Daniela $110 as she felt bad for her situation. I came home a few hours after everyone left, and Sam told me what she did. Sam thought I would have been very proud of her, but I was furious, and she could see it. I tried very hard not to lose my temper, but then Sam said, It's my money and it's my money to give. This really set me off, and I said, Excuse me, but this is our money. We pulled our expenses together. I don't mind it if you gave her some of our coupons, uh, $20, or some of the gift cards we have, but $110? What the freak is wrong with you? Sam explained that $110 wasn't a lot of money, and that's when I told her that because of her action, we are no longer saving money. She then got mad, going into different directions, and she said things like, Money isn't that important. Well, if you only worked in a better job, ask your family for money. Sam left for her parents' place. She's tried calling me a few times this morning, but truthfully, I don't have it in me right now to talk to her without being mad. Am I wrong, though? I understand she was trying to do the right thing, but what really upsets me about this is she didn't even talk to me about this before giving Daniela the $110. It makes me feel like she doesn't see me as a partner. Some people will say OP just went way too far, and maybe OP's reaction is a good example of why she doesn't feel comfortable talking to OP about this subject, but I think the fact remains she had no right to go and take money from their joint account that they saved up together and give away $110, which isn't like an insignificant amount of money, without ever of having even ran the idea past OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying my terminally ill stepsister can't have my mom's engagement ring? My mom died when I was seven. Before she died, she gave my uncle, her brother, the engagement ring their grandma bought for her to save for me if I, 20-year-old male, ever wanted to give it to a future fiancé or daughter. My dad remarried when I was 10 and his wife had two daughters. Evelyn was 12 and Amy was 3. I'm not at all that close to either Evelyn or Amy, but there's no hard feelings there. Evelyn was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer last month. Her boyfriend proposed to her, and she had mentioned wanting my mom's engagement ring because of how pretty it was. Her boyfriend told my dad's wife, and my dad's wife told my dad. All three of them told me Evelyn wanted the ring, and said I would get it back in a few months, when she's gone, but it would be nice to fulfill this wish of hers, given the circumstances. I said she could not have the engagement ring, but I would give them a photo to replicate it if they want. They didn't like that I said no to giving her the ring. They told me I'm denying my dying sister a family ring. 
I told them she's not my sister and it's not her family ring. It's my family ring. Evelyn has nothing to do with the ring. I asked how she even knew about it, and Dad said she had seen photos of it over the years that he showed her the drawings that were made of the ring and the photos that my mom had kept around, that he thought showing the girls that was a nice bonding moment when they were young. My dad's wife pleaded with me. She even had Evelyn write a letter for me to read saying how much she'd love to wear it and get married wearing it. My answer was still no. I'm getting crap from the three of them, Dad, his wife, and Evelyn's fiance. Am I the jerk? She just doesn't actually have connection to the ring. I mean, you let go of that and there's no guarantee that you are going to get it right back. And it seems incredibly inappropriate to also suggest that you get it in writing that once she's passed away you get it back. I just can't blame OP in the situation and I feel for them because it's unfortunate. This next story is, am I the jerk for not covering up my boobs when I saw my friend, her husband, and kids on holiday? Last week, I, 40-year-old female, UK, went on holiday to Lanzarote with husband Dan and two kids, 14-year-old girl and 10-year-old boy. Independently, our friends Helen and Graham were going to the same resort with their two girls, 9 and 7. We didn't make any formal plans to meet, but said we might arrange dinner while we were there. One day, we were on the beach by the edge of the sea, paddling and playing bat and ball. I was topless. I always go topless on holiday if local laws allow. I've done it since around the age of 14. My mom and sisters did too. I know it's a contentious issue, especially in the United States where people can be very prudish, but it's just a totally normal non-sexual thing for me. In Europe, it's very common, and there were lots of topless women on the beach that day. I'm anticipating certain questions here. No, I'm not a nudist. No, I don't parade around naked at home in front of my kids or their friends. I just sunbathe topless on holidays and in my garden. The kids don't bat an eyelid, but if I got any inclination it was a problem for them, I likely wouldn't do it. Helen and Graham's kids appeared unexpectedly and ran up to us. I looked around and Helen and Graham were there too. We greeted them. I gave each of them a kiss on the cheek as I always do when I greet my friends. We stood and chatted while the kids played, but Helen seemed quiet. Her girls asked me to play bat and ball with them. I said yes, but Helen abruptly said they had to go. The kids were disappointed, but Dan suggested meeting later for dinner. Graham accepted. Later, I got a text from Helen to cancel dinner. She was upset with me for not putting a top on when we saw them. Quote, Would it have killed you to put your tees away when we arrived? She was angry that I'd kissed Graham while topless and that I was going to play bat and ball with her kids with my, quote, bare chest swinging around. And later, her two girls were giggling about, quote, Sarah's massive wobbly boobs. She said she didn't want to see me that night. I was upset. I didn't think I'd done anything wrong given that we were on a beach where loads of other women were like that. I didn't have a chance to cover up. The first I knew of their presence was when they were up close and had already seen I was topless. I'd have had to walk past them 50 feet up the beach to our towels, etc. to put on a top. It would have been like shutting the stable door after the horse had bolted. I replied that I was sorry she was upset and that I'd made her angry. Since getting home, I've texted her again but have had no response. Dan has seen Graham, who said he wasn't upset about it, but he and Helen had argued afterwards when she accused him of enjoying the view too much. Dan thinks I didn't do anything wrong. We weren't expecting to see them. There were other topless women their kids could giggle at and for Graham to feast his eyes on if that's what he was really doing. And by the way, neither of us think he was. But I'm sorry I've upset my friend. 
and wonder if I'm the jerk. Am I the jerk? 100% OP's not the jerk. If they're upset about the customs, then they shouldn't have been there. Our next story is, am I the jerk, male 20, for not going inside Victoria's Secret with my girlfriend, female 20? I, male 20, was shopping at the local mall with my girlfriend, female 20, and she decided she wanted to go to Victoria's Secret. For those of you who don't know, that's a women's underwear store. When my girlfriend went in, I just stayed outside of the store and sat on a bench. She was confused and came back to ask me why I didn't come inside with her. I told her because it's a women's underwear store. I don't want to go inside. She got kind of mad and told me that nobody cares, so just come. I refused because I feel weird going into a store like that and don't want to make the women there feel uncomfortable. My girlfriend got upset and decided to end the day and go home. She said I ruined the day by not going into a freaking store. While I think it would have been perfectly fine for OP to have gone inside the Victoria's Secret if they wanted to, I think they're also well within their right if they feel uncomfortable to stay outside. Now, I think her reaction isn't necessarily just about OP not going inside. I think it's because she was going in there not just to shop for herself, but for both of them if you get what I mean. Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting my son spend $500 freely against his mother's wishes? I have a 13 year old son, let's call him Jack. I had Jack with a woman who I separated from a couple of years ago. I'm the primary caretaker, though she has regular visitation. Jack is incredibly into theater and is an active member of the drama club at his middle school. Jack's main interest is writing and had expressed on several occasions how his dream is to become a screenwriter. He has several projects in various states of finish. This year, the theater program at his school couldn't get the rights to the play they wanted to do in the spring because of a last-minute complication. This was made worse by the fact that they were too far behind schedule at that point to try and find a different script in time. Jack was complaining about this at the dinner table and was worried that they might have to cancel the play. I suggested that he try to pitch one of his scripts to the school instead. He had nothing to lose. The school accepted and his original play was performed, which he got a lead in. Now, here's where the problem started. The school decided that as they'd already set out money to purchase the rights to a play, they would pay Jack what they would for normal rights, around $500. Jack was over the moon with this. His mother wanted to put it in a savings account and have it go towards his college fund, but I objected. It was his money that he made and he should be the one to spend it. Most of it went towards video games. I was telling this story to a friend recently and she was appalled that I didn't put the money into his future and that I let a child do what they wanted with that much. I'm somewhat conflicted now. Reddit, am I the jerk? While definitely saving it and putting it in something where it builds some amount of interest would probably be nice, I don't think $500 is a grand amount as far as like savings go and it was also something that they rightfully earned more or less kind of as a wage. I think it's just disingenuous in general to try to take that away from him, even if you have only the best of intentions behind it. Maybe trying to talk to them about saving some of it might have been good though. Our next story is, am I the jerk for dumping my teenage daughter's dinner in the trash after she was rude to me? I'm 44, a single dad to two kids, Audrey, 16, and Emily, 12. We have a great relationship, but Audrey can sometimes be rude and demeaning, saying cruel things casually when she's displeased about something, or in a bad mood. 
Emily, her little sister, looks up to her, often mimicking her behavior, which obviously worries me. I cooked a nice Sunday dinner, and Audrey stormed downstairs in a bad mood for who knows what reason. She was being a downer, whereas Emily and I were cheerful. I asked her to improve her mood, please, instead of ruining the dinner. She turned to me and unleashed her anger. To quote some of her elegant words, Can you stop lecturing for once? You're annoying as freak and seriously, you're the one who ruins everything. I stood up, took her plate, and dumped it in the trash can. I told her since she can't bother to show me any basic respect, she should start providing for herself from now on. She said she'll make cereal and maybe I was a jerk. I said no, that's my milk and she should get a job to get her own groceries. I don't feel like I yelled at her. I felt like I spoke calmly, but when she realized I was being serious, she got upset and started crying and ran to her room. We haven't talked since. Obviously she's mad at me, but now my younger daughter is mad at me too saying I acted like a huge jerk to her sister. I, of course, don't see it that way. I don't tolerate being spoken to with such disrespect, and it did hurt me a lot hearing Audrey say these things to me that were uncalled for. So was I the jerk? Obviously not winning any Dad of the Year award, but will I be winning any Jerk of the Year award? I would hope that OP has it within them to go and talk to their daughter and start a dialogue and apologize. In the best of worlds, I think OP would explain how they felt when their daughter said what they did and apologizing for acting the way they did because it was admittedly probably too far. This next story is, am I the jerk for bringing my baby to her sister's performance and not leaving when she cried? I have two children with my ex-husband Will, Penelope, 12-year-old female, and Johnny, 10-year-old male. A few years ago, I remarried Chris. We have a six-month-old baby girl together, Lila. Penelope and Johnny live primarily with their father as he's closer to their school. They come to us on the weekends. Penelope's in the theater program at her school. I missed the fall shows because I was in labor and then had a newborn. Penelope understood as best a preteen girl can. Her spring show opened last week. Chris and Lila came with me. Will, Johnny, and Will's wife Ariana were already there. Will saw I brought Lila and got a weird look about him, but Ariana hushed him and said, just let it go. Lila slept through the first half. A little before intermission, she awoke and was fussy. I began rocking her and trying to calm her while also watching the play. I got a few dirty looks from parents around me. I gave them a what can you do shrug as it's a baby. At intermission, Will suggested Chris take Lila home. I said she should sleep during the second half and Chris said he wanted to watch the performance. Will started getting upset again, but again, Ariana had him walk away. Lila did fall asleep again, but halfway through Act 2, woke up and started screaming. It was loud enough this time that it did catch the performers off guard. I quickly went into the lobby with Lila. When I tried to go back in, once she calmed, the usher wouldn't let me, saying once a person leaves, they're not allowed in to prevent interruptions. Meaning, I missed Penelope solo. Penelope refused to see me after the show, nor accept the flowers we bought for her. I watched her leaving with Ariana who was consoling her. Will met me in the parking lot. He was pissed. He said I never should have brought Lila, pointing out he and Ariana got a sitter for their young child. I said I didn't want to leave Lila and felt it was good we all supported her. After missing the fall show, I wanted to be there for my daughter. I added it was just a middle school performance, it isn't the end of the world. He gave me a disgusted look and walks away. Penelope hasn't answered my calls or text. This weekend, she refused to come over. 
Chris thinks we were in the right, but my parents are just as pissed and called me a jerk. Am I the jerk? This is something that is incredibly important to their daughter. So for them to go and take it and say, it's not the end of the world, that you basically completely put it down and disrespected it, is honestly pretty disheartening to see. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.